Hello and uh, welcome to the Jerry Joe Legionated show. Um, I'm here with uh, Brian G. Um, we've just finished a few sort of five ten minutes ago. We finished the game uh, Leeds two Crystal Palace nil. So another good win for Leeds. Um, first first Monday night football victory and God knows how how many years that's been. Um, so as I say, I'm here with Brian. And uh, what's your what's your initial thoughts on the on the performance, Brian? Well, I think the first thing. Uh, was we needed to win, and so job done. I think we also needed to probably um, get over ourselves with the pitch, um, because I thought the last couple of home games before we relayed the pitch wasn't great. There was a lot of maybe a few excuses being made about it wasn't a great surface. But then against Everton, you could see that the pitch wasn't quite settled down. There was a lot of slipping. Now there was probably a bit of, I think a few of the lads slipped about, Klitsch slipped early in the match. There was a couple of other slips. Um, but I don't think the pitch was, uh, the pitch behaved itself a lot better tonight. I thought the pace of it was good and it just suited our game a lot better. So um, in terms of job done, you know, absolutely all the boxes ticked. Most of the lads put in a good uh, show, didn't need to use too many substitutes. So, I mean, if you were, I would imagine if you were the manager, you're walking off there thinking, that's exactly what we ordered. So, and there were loads. Of, I thought the Sky commentary tonight was good. I don't know what you thought yourself, uh, Jerry. Um, there was a lo- really loads of good information. Um, you know, nobody's done us over twice in the league so far where we've had doubles. And you know, Palace sort of made us look like the you know like like men against boys when they beat us four one in November. That's only eight weeks ago, nine weeks ago. And uh, the one thing that Bielsa showed with the second season was he learned a lot in this, you know, the first season, learned a lot, didn't come out and make too many of the same mistakes second time round. And you definitely saw the way they played Palace tonight. Um, they didn't quite let their big lads dominate us the way they did uh, at Selders Park. That's what I think anyway. So what do you think? I I was I thought I thought it was quite a comfortable um, comfortable performance. Um, there there were obviously there there were some situations where there was just a few times where you always kind of know that whenever people run at us, you know that if you beat one man with a man to man system, you're in trouble. And and there was a few times the guy um, Isaiah had me had me panicking. But yeah. as you say, you know it was it was a good it was a good performance. Like it was. Sometimes like uh, it was like we went one 0 up and then we kind of looked comfortable and it was two 0 and you were just like it kind of felt like it was we were waiting for the final whistle like we felt like the job was done there was big periods of just holding on to possession um, and in some ways it maybe shows um, the maturity of the, the team um, it's uh, interesting I don't know whether you've seen um, we're saying about the pitch um, I don't know whether you caught Bamford there Bamford says that apparently at half time he switched to rugby studs. Um, right, so okay. the the pitch, um, the pitch, the must be, the must be sort of, there must be some, probably as you say, you know, it hasn't settled in fully. But um, I suppose maybe Leeds against Everton kind of got the experience of it, and probably tonight then they were wise to it, you know, and a bit smarter with it. Um, but it'll obviously, as you say, that the pitch against Brighton was it was it was embarrassing, really, like you know the the state of it, and we weren't it didn't suit us at all. Um. But yeah, on the game, I thought it was good. And um, the only, the only, the only worry I would have um, is Calvin Phillips. Um, I hope, I hope that he's not, um, he's not badly injured. As, as he, as he, he was thought he was brilliant tonight. Um, he, uh, and the, those two games, as you were saying about sort of like getting the, doing the double and stuff on teams, and 
we played um, we played Leicester and we played Crystal Palace back to back earlier in the season. Lost them both four one. Calvin Phillips missed both games. Come back, played in them both this time, and we beat them to it. We beat them both this time. So you know he is as much as 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 I love Rafinha. Um, Calvin Phillips is obviously is obviously a very important player. What, what do you what do you think of his two hundredth game tonight? What, what do you think of, of Calvin well, I mean, Phillips? First of, all, first of all, it's great to have a local lad in the team. Um, I think the team's always done well over the years, and I've been supporting them probably a bit longer than you. But they've always done well when they've had that. Uh, you know, not too many stars. Some good, you know, some really good team uh, ethic. Even the the great Revy team, you know, there were some pretty good players, but there's there's no real sort of outstanding players. I maybe get a bit of abuse about that, but we've always been made up of good teams, and I think it's really rewarding to see, um, you know, local lads who've been through the academy uh, getting the chance to get in and, and play. You know, two hundred games and like what I'm. I'm going to ask myself what age he is now, but he's in his early 20s. He's got 200 games behind him. Uh, and Bielsa's really forged him into that really good position. Actually, just while we're on that, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of international football. Maybe if, if Ireland or Northern Ireland are playing, you know, and if it's in a competition, I'm probably going to give it a, a, a look. But uh, it's a bit frustrating to see Phillips please for him to get into the international team and then get played, you know, in a, in a position that, you know, it's just he usually gets paired alongside another defensive midfield player, which to me is a, a, a is a bit of a waste of waste of time. Really, really pleased about him. I thought strike tonight was uh, another really good performance under his belt. And you know, we've got Laurent and uh, and Cock out, and you know, I know that we've we've sort of struggled with that midfield. But but if you take a look at the players, to me, if if you think about it, it being like a Kentucky Derby, and you think of who are the players have really, you know, moved up notches during the last twenty games? Strike uh, played against Liverpool. I think the first game he had a few, a couple of good touches, but he looked a bit uh, naive. To me, his improvement over these last uh, eight or nine or ten games that he's been in has been pretty spectacular. Uh, uh, I think he's got a bit of a fifty p head shape because uh, a couple of his headers tonight were. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm using that line. It was using Sky, but uh, one of the one of the headers that he missed. I think either you or I probably could have got it a wee. We mightn't have got it on target. Might have been a bit closer, but really pleased the way he's come on. And when you look at the youngsters in the team, um, you know that gives me uh, you know great hope for what might happen in the second half of the season. And then if Bielsa stays, and you know, given now that he's that he's been there quite some time, he, he's already you know longer than anywhere else that he's been. If he stays another year, um, at least, uh, I would hope that then that you know all those lessons learned because he does seem to be a learner. Well, then you know you move on and get some of these other players um, from who are coming in into the team. There's there was only do you know what uh, in moving on to. Did I think there was any area where I didn't think we were brilliant tonight? I thought uh, in a team of uh, that per- performed really well, I was a bit disappointed with Alioski tonight. Um, I thought that he didn't use the ball brilliantly. I thought he lost the ball a couple of times uh, uh, at the wrong time. There were a couple of challenges that he missed. And he's, he's really sort of blows a wee bit hot and cold for me. But yet, interestingly, when you look at the stats and you look at the... Uh, um, uh, at the goals because he's he's scored three goals this year, which for a 
fullback, you know, when when he scored, I think, 30-odd goals for a fullback, uh, you know, 10% of your goals, you can't knock that. But I thought he had a wee bit of a, a ropey night tonight. But the other 10, you could hardly fault him. I don't know what you think yourself. Maybe uh, uh, maybe you have a different opinion. I think, I think on Alioski, I think just... Like, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really fault him as much. Like, not necessarily for tonight, but just sort of overall. Like, like he just he isn't a left back. You know, he's he's not. That's not where 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 he plays or where he should be playing. Um, I think definitely sometimes whenever he's going forward, you know, it can be a good addition. Um, and then the way we play, he's a good. He, he can work well there. But I do tend to agree. You know, like like I think when you're going back and it's a back to the wall sort of job and that guy that he was up against certainly in the Franco guy is a switched uh, switched wings in the the second half but yeah, I think he's a good I think he's a quality player um he's a, and he's a big uh, lad and Aliaski isn't that big no or at least he does, doesn't appear to be yeah. yeah no I think he's only about five five six five seven so he's not he's not very big look but but I just I just think I think like if if I was sitting and I was in in the room whenever they're they're laying out the transfers next year the very first position I would be going for is is a left back I think we do it I think we need to strengthen there um I wouldn't even mind seeing the wee guy Davis that's been playing for you know sort of like on the bench and stuff I wouldn't mind seeing him getting a few few games but um as you, you say got, little... you, could, you could really I mean if you look at Dallas I think Dallas is a it, it, well of course you know the thing is sort of take a step back and say left back right back at Leeds isn't really a normal player because no. the versatility of the way we play up and quite often you find that the left or the right back's ahead of the winger um, when it comes to uh, uh, a lot of the, the, the moves, which is, um, you know, really great to see. And the way they, they'll, they'll tuck in behind uh, uh, the centre-backs, I mean, it, it really is quite an unusual way to play. But, you know, Dallas, it, it, I think that, in terms of quality, because, you know, there's nobody, you, you know, when you've got a team, you're loyal to your players and you're playing well, you don't really want to say, oh, well, I think, you know, and it sometimes annoys me on on uh, on Twitter or, or some of the Facebook groups where people come in and, and pick a player and say, you know, bang, bang, bang. I'm, I'm not really in great favour of that. The, the one bit that I would, you're saying a left back, and I would sort of agree with you there. And I think they were looking at, at uh, the, the, certainly there was a wee bit of, uh, speculation during the uh, uh, January window that they've maybe lined somebody up for the summer, but um, the bit to me uh, between Click and uh, Dallas is is you've got two really really good players who I'd be very loyal to, um, but there's what they're both great at is very similar, and what perhaps there's just a wee bit of lack is there's just maybe a slight lack of creativity at this level that doesn't doesn't just doesn't get that last piece. And I think that uh, you know, and I mean, I'm, uh, I know this is the first time you and I have had a chat, so I don't know what your thoughts are on this. So it'll be interesting to to sort of hear them. There's been a lot of media hype about the Paul uh, from Udinese, um, and to me, it sort of feels like there is a requirement for somebody with just a wee bit more of a spark. But then if you look at the way, and just in my opinion, I, I don't want to come across as being tactically uh, uh, knowledgeable because I, I would say I'm probably the opposite. But Bielsa Ball seems so determined to have classy wingers and midfield guys who just get the balls to the wingers. Then you start going, 
you know, does how how well would that work? But I, I do sort of feel that in the spine, there's just you know somebody missing, uh, a, you know, thirty yards ahead of Phillips, um, who's a sort of uh, more attacking Phillips option. Um, I've said, like, you know, the thing is about the leg of the Paul and that is. Is everybody looks brilliant on YouTube? I'm sure if you strung some of my schoolboy performances together and never played for anybody other than my school, I could probably look good on YouTube. But I do sort of feel that um, you you know we need a wee replacement there um, for Hernandez, and uh, even at, even in my eyes, I can sort of see that you just can't see Hernandez putting in ninety minutes at that pace. Um, it's not whether he's fit or not. I just don't think that he that he's got the, the 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 legs to do ninety minutes. And if he hasn't got ninety minutes in him, I think Bale's just thinking he's not a starter. Then he's a he's not an impact sub. What do you think about that whole Hernandez thing? Um, no, I think I think you're right. Hernandez, Hernandez is like to me like Hernandez, like Pablo is he's done he's done great things for Leeds he's done great great things for Leeds and we, we owe him a, a great you know debt of gratitude um, but at the same time he's not our future um, you know at his age he, he can come on he can have a cameo role um, there hasn't been very many games in the Premier League where he has come on and, and made a big difference um, but what obviously you're looking for that kind of player and I think I think you're right in what you're saying where I think at different parts of this season we have either there, there's kind of like two ways. Like at the start of the season, um, before whenever Rodrigo, the time Rodrigo got, uh, I think he was injured in any eight that he have COVID at one stage, and there was a few COVID, games yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Where, where Click kind of played in like the kind of like the most the more attacking um, midfielder, and I kind of felt like whenever that was the situation that that Click wasn't really linking up with Bamford as well as he should have been. But then whenever Rodrigo came back, I thought sometimes Rodrigo was a wee bit too gung-ho and left um, click abandoned in the midfield sometimes. So I think somebody that is a more natural um, more natural midfielder, but as you say, with that wee bit of creativity, that wee bit, like like the goal the other night that Dallas scored, um, who was that against? Was that, was it the Leicester game? Um, where he ran, he ran by. Oh, it was eight yeah, yeah. I love it. Like, That's what I want in the midfielder. On, you want a midfielder going by the striker. Was it Bamford or uh, Bamford set him up? Bamford set him up. Yeah. Um. What What do you think? I mean, with 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 and I mean, I, I as I say, I don't I don't like being. I wouldn't. I don't want to underestimate any of our players. They're all professional footballers. They're all now Premiership footballers. It does slightly annoy me that um, uh, the, you know, they keep referring to well, these are Championship players. Well, they're not anymore. If you've played twenty matches in the Prem, you're a Prem player, and if you're, you know, if you're you're putting in a good good performance, as you're 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 good enough for the Prem. They're maybe you know not uh, top notch yet. What, what do you? Th- I mean, do you think that Click to me is one of the players that has a sort of. Playing as well as last year, but I, I've been a, I, I'm sort of expecting a wee bit more from him. I, I don't think he scored that many goals, um, and he did the the season before last. He started off on fire. I take it back. He's a, he's had three goals this year, and but importantly, five assists. Is is with the exception of maybe tonight because I know Rafina assisted tonight, but I mean five assists is as good as anybody else. So he's one of those sort of players that at the end of the game you might go. What did he do? Because he's not flash, 
Mm. But he actually really puts a good shift in. Mm. I have to be honest with you, I'm a big fan of him. Like, I'm a big fan of him. Um, a lot of people, I know he obviously got off the, he got off to a bad start at Leeds and uh, he didn't really settle in well. He, he's come in then. People talk about he's not a Premier League footballer, but he's probably, you know, he's probably got more Poland caps playing alongside, you know, the guy who got who won the the award for the best player in the world. Um, so like he's he's played at a high standard. He's played good good level of international football. Um, I think he I think he is one person that that maybe got through under the bus a wee bit with the system. And um, just whenever he was playing in with Rodrigo, um, he like Rodrigo goes he, he goes so far forward and Calvin's so far back and like almost taking the ball off the defense. And sometimes he's like a one man midfield. And I don't care who you are. Like Stuart, Stuart Dallas is probably the most energetic footballer I, I've ever seen, and he can't. You know, he can't. Couldn't play a one-man midfield. I think that, as you say, if they were a wee bit more just creativity in there, you know, just between the two of them, I'd I'd be happy to go with them, um, with with the two of them. Um, but click to, to be fair as well. I thought as as past Rafinha tonight. Was uh, was brilliant for for Bamford's yeah. goal. Uh, Rafinha's yeah. uh, Rafinha made it. Rafinha actually made the run. And to be honest with you, whenever Click made the pass, I thought like, what is he doing? Because I I didn't see the run. You know, I, I he's obviously you know these are international footballers under they're seeing the, these things and and it was a great run. It was a great pass. It was unlucky that he didn't score, but obviously Paddy got the Paddy got the goal. Is what is one hundredth goal in professional football. I was actually, I was interested. The first thing I thought when he says a hundred goals. I was like, I wonder is he got the most is the most amount of goals he scored come for Leeds? And he has, he has, he's got 30, 30 for Leeds and thirty three yeah, for yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean there was actually just you know, thinking about coming on and having a wee chat because you know, I I wouldn't I haven't done this before. So I was sort of just taking a look at some of the wee bits and bobs of stats and the the, the big difference but you know, over the last number of years since the Premier League is is the amount of stats that are available. Um, which which can mark performances, but uh, um, it, it was great to see him get his hundredth goal. He had a nine-game run at Palace where he didn't score a goal, so I'm sure that he felt pretty good to get that goal against them. Oh. Uh, and then when you look at that, he said he's at twelve goals this season, but he's also our top assist guy because he's at five assists. You know, uh, uh, and again, you know, social media is not always a a great guide of really what's going on there, but. The amount of crap that that fella has taken on social media, uh, you know, and and I remember my I remember my first game at Elland Road. I'll not bore you with it too much, but I remember it was it was a a UEFA Cup game, and Ronaldo was playing for now not uh, the original Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo was a teenager, and he was playing for I'm trying to think who it was, wasn't Ajax, but it was PSV. one of the it was PSV, Eindhoven. It was Eindhoven. So it was an unbelievable game. And but I remember being really surprised uh at how how when anything wrong <laughs> the crowd would shout and be quite negative. And I was you know, I've I've previously really only been an armchair uh watcher. I would never have been never thought that people would be so you know, could be so negative. So but Bamford's to be fair to him has I think been uh I don't know, like a brick shit. I was sitting back going, I'm not I'm not gonna let it annoy me. I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. And that wee lad must run what did you see the flick that he pulled on? I'm not sure what minute it was. It was a uh, where he, he did it was almost like a Van Persie esque 
uh, push the ball around, around one side of the of uh, um, I'm trying to think who it was I can't remember but uh, he pushed the ball around and ran on and uh, and it was just a, an amazing uh, run he has got a good turn of pace there's been a couple of goals where he's been running you know good lengths of the of the football pitch it was against Kale um, in the 37th minute and he flicked the pass and lost him but he just I think he maybe I think the ball maybe bobbled when he was trying to put it into the top left corner, but that was that was pretty amazing. But the the other stat that came up and I I actually wrote it down because I thought it was amazing that Leeds have hit the woodwork more than any other team in the Premiership fourteen yeah, times. Something flipped me, you know. We're, we're top of some league anyway, but uh, that was pretty amazing to to, uh, to see that stat. I thought, do you know what? It, uh, and and Harrison, who I. Think is brilliant and his work rate is just brilliant. But he, you know, I know he he, he hit the bar and that's where that we stat came up from. And obviously he got the goal, but he was in the middle when he got the goal. Actually, Rafinha was so good. It was the party and Rafinha showed tonight in many ways. Um, uh, but the uh, Harrison actually didn't see much of the ball. It wasn't that he didn't have a good game. They just it was like I would love to see you know on those heat graphs as to where the ball was. Pretty impressive. The other person I'd really like to shout out to tonight, I thought Cooper was brilliant again tonight. Um, now I know that he uh, uh, he had an error uh, uh, um, uh, in the game against uh, Everton. I know that that the, the lads took a bit of stick because there was a there was a couple of a couple of goals against Everton which weren't brilliant, but I thought he had a really good goal game the rest of the game against Everton. And I thought tonight he was really really solid. And there was one um, towards the end. Um, uh, Phillips didn't win the ball, and uh, it was, might have been Benteke ran through, and Coops uh, was brilliant. Um, I've, I've just got so much time for him, and he's another player that gets slaughtered. Um, you know, and there's some unnice names about. Is, is, I think he's been. I think he's been remarkable. Now, I would have had my doubts that he would have been good enough for the prem, um, uh, uh, but I think he he along with strike has has really come on. I don't know what your opinion of Coops is. I do you know what I, I, he's he's one of these players where I tell you now I could I, Cooper Bamford if you'd have said to him at the start if you'd have said to him in the summer what what will they be like in the Premier League I'd have been like need need to do better need to absolutely no doubt I'm I'm like while I'm not going to call people names you know I'll I'll certainly you know say that like I think there's there's all there's always like if you really want to improve. It's one thing being loyal to players, but whenever the players, whenever you have a better option there, you move on. You know, thanks for thanks for what you've done, and you move on, and you t- you take a better player. But at the minute, the, like you could you couldn't fault them. You know, you can't you couldn't sit there and say that Liam Cooper's not done well in the Premier League because he's been fantastic. He was fantastic tonight. Um, hit stroke again. We we signed an interna- signed international centre backs from Spain and Germany. And do you know what? When they're fit, they're gonna they're gonna have an issue to get their way into the team. And it's like you can't fault it. Even that you were talking earlier about Strick, and he's a young fella, and he's had them few games in midfield. And I I didn't think he played well in the midfield. I don't think he's a midfielder, and I think he is a centre back. But by God, there was two or three times tonight where he was getting the ball and he was in a difficult situation, and the next thing he just plays like a wee lofted pass across across his own goal. You're like. Like it's everything they would tell you not to do, but it, it was it was so cool and so calm and fantastic to see it. Cooper, as you say, like 
like I think the what the one you were talking about, I, I remember it myself because I sort of noted it myself when I was looking at it. I think it was um, I think it was IU um, made a run and got by like sort of two or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just took him out. Just took just took him out. It was cool. Well, they got I say took him out. That sounds like he fouled him, but but he just just straight away it was it was just very casual. Just got the ball off him. Very cool. But no, he, he's been brilliant. It's 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 hard. Like I'm sitting here tonight and I was sitting thinking and I was like, right, well, like. Who who would you give man of the match to? And uh, for me, I would I would go Rafinha. Just I think the guy's unbelievable. But then I was sitting thinking, like, is it is there even more like a conversation to be had about who was Leeds' worst player? Because I thought they they genuinely like like you could have maybe said Melier because he didn't have an awful lot to do. You know, it's not that he played bad. He, he kept the clean sheet, but he just the team were just very good and uh, very good around him. And it's it's. It's so good. The, the last four weeks, the last four games, obviously with that wee sticky start at the, the beginning of January and things were starting, like we were maybe starting to feed a wee bit of pressure. I don't know about you, but I know I was starting to think like, oh, geez, this could be this could be a real meltdown here. And then we, we come out, Newcastle, we played well. Uh, apart the second half, we weren't great. We played really well then against Leicester. I thought, personally, I thought we lost, we lost the Everton, but I thought we played really well in that game. thought we were very unlucky to lose. Look, I, I, I completely agree with you. At the, at the end of that Everton game, I, you know, normally speaking, uh, you know, the, the couple of days before, but certainly the couple of days after, how I, how I think about things are definitely, you know, guided by how did, the, how did Leeds play. And I was actually quite chipper after the Everton game because, you know, that was one of those games where it's just football. I thought... Uh, Liam Cooper came out and I thought he, he absolutely nailed it. He said, if you're going to lose, that's the way to lose. And uh, that summed it up for me. This, there was something I was thinking about tonight. And I, I don't know, because we don't know each other that well, but maybe that'll change over the while. I don't know. Have you uh, have you been lucky enough to get down the road at all? Or I haven't. I haven't. I've been. I've been to a few. League, I've been to a few games, a few Leeds games, but never at Elland Road. Never been at Elland Road. I've been. I, I'll declare in my hand that I've been lucky enough. Although I live in Belfast, uh, the 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 company I work for, I would spend a bit of time in England from time to time. So I've been mm. lucky enough to get to quite a few Premiership grounds, and I've been to Leeds quite a few times. Uh, and about when we were maybe seven or eight years ago, uh, we had a box at Elland Road, the business and. Got to see that. Got to see uh, uh, and be there a lot. Um, but the one thing that I think will be a bit of a challenge is the Leeds fans are, you know, uh, pretty determined to see the ball move up the pitch. And uh, tonight there was there was a passage of play because it counted. There was more than forty passes, and the ball didn't get up to the 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 uh, much past the the semicircle. And it was back again, and it was while we Leeds were one nil up, and I, I I wrote it down. I wrote down. I said, "Hope the fans are as patient with their build up, um, as were as the players are being at the minute." And this has been a funny, uh, a funny old season. You know, the other night when when Leeds lost to Everton, there was five away wins. Um, it, all the matches were away wins. Uh, you know, and I mean, I don't know what the odds were. I wish I'd put. This, I don't think anybody would have seen uh, Liverpool losing their record at home, um, but uh, uh, five um, away losses. So that it's it is such a strange season. But the the fans are both support. So there was this guy we're saying, you know, about Leeds playing having more wins with the with the fans there. Although to be fair, that's including Championship. But um, 
I wonder will the fans be as patient? And I'll be honest with you, Jack, I don't think they will be. I think that even if we're one nil up or two nil up, there's there's that determination that leads to get the ball up a pitch and you know and, and try and get a shot away or whatever. And even so a couple of times last season when I was over and I saw a couple of games at the beginning of the season last season and the atmosphere and of the team on the pitch was and I'd been the previous year, I'd caught a couple of matches. I just knew Leeds were gonna get promoted last year. The 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 Bielsa methodology on the pitch was so much more obvious, even though it was even though it had started the, the year before. But the crowd still were get the ball up a bit, you know, move, move, move. You know, the, the uh, so I'm hoping that when the, the fans come back that they remember and hold on a second, this is the way we're playing now. Um, that'll be the other thing that's interesting is is who's cutting the players here. I noticed that Rafina had uh, Rafinha had his uh, wee blonde tips, and I don't know if you noticed that tonight or not. Yes. He's sitting his his missus or whoever, uh, or he maybe stood it himself out of a bottle. What do you think? I see, I seen. Uh, I actually, I actually commented because um, I think it was Horison was the one I I was looking at, and his his haircut looks right and fresh. But then I laughed as well because Paddy Bamford's hair is just. Just going out like he's he's uh he definitely could do we go going to one of these dodgy illegal barbers like but it's see just whenever you <laughs> see just whenever he says about the, the lots of I actually took a note of that myself about the passing along in defence and what I wrote was actually to ask you the question and it was I wrote lots of passing in defence struggling to get through the lines or are they content to take the sting from the game so what do you, what do you think do you think they were struggling yeah, or do you think they were just taking the sting out of it. Right. Well, I think I think that it depends on the time of the game. So when I when I counted those passes, it was one nil up, and I'm trying to think. I think it was the first half. Uh, in it fact, was. It was the first half. Um, so it wasn't a delaying tactic, but I think that the Bielsa's tactics are that. Well, first of all, you can only do it if you've got the ball. You can't you can't dominate the ball if you don't have it. So it's keep the ball at, at all uh, um, uh, at all costs, keep on to possession, which is the old Liverpool way during the 70s. And to be fair, it would have been the Leeds way during the 70s. So don't give the ball away. But they're definitely a little bit like a chess game. They're just playing to and fro across the back and then they'll bring it to Phillips. And Phillips uh, isn't worried about pushing it back again. And they're pushing the ball left and right, left and right, left and right, left and right waiting for the opportunity to pull somebody slightly out of shape. So by pulling it so far wide, to wide and again, this is only my opinion, I don't want to come across as thinking, but I think that, that by using the, the extremities of the pitch, um, that that's pulling teams out of shape, and then they get an opportunity, and they almost invariably will go down the line rather than through the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when we, I mean, like... Uh, Crawley's nothing. I've seen Leeds getting. I'm old enough to have seen Leeds getting knocked out of the FA Cup by people that would, you know, just make your hair curl. Um, but against Crawley Town, they played in a, quite a narrow pitch. Um, it was quite bumpy and all that sort of thing. But I don't think that they had just quite that amount of time and ability because in the prime you do get. I think you get more time than in the Championship when you're playing out from the back because very few teams do pressure that hard and funny enough there was a couple of times tonight uh, and it happened they, they started doing it again when Benteke came on because they sort of stopped doing it in the middle of the match Palace were actually pressing us playing out of the playing out from the goalie and then they stopped they stopped doing it for a while and then when Benteke came on the 70 
six minute or whatever it was, they started doing it a little bit again. And we are a little bit vulnerable to um, uh, teams actually pressing us that way. Um, and uh, and as you say as well, when we do the, the tight press, the problem is is that one one ball sort of over the top and it can derail us a wee bit. So, yeah, yeah. But it was, I mean, the, the, the bottom line though is, is when it's all said and done, that 2-0 win against a team that beat us 4-1 only, oh, what's that, uh, January, three months ago, 7th of November, I think it was. That is, you know, pretty good. And our home form's been patchy. Yeah, so, good, good, good win. What, yep. do think, uh, what do you think for the well, Arsenal game coming up? Yeah, well, it's, it's uh, I was actually I was talking to my dad about it earlier. He's a he's a Leeds fan. He's been uh, he's been a fan since uh, the nineteen seventy FA Cup final, and we were chatting about it. And uh, I says that I felt that we owed them one after you know like we, we sort of battered them a wee bit at, at Ellen Road and just couldn't get the win. Um, so I would like to get get something off them. They've been, they've been in patchy form. And it's kind of one of them games where I think it could be similar to the Everton game where, you know, both teams all have a go and it's just kind of, you know, who hits the back of the net and who, who takes their chances, who um, makes the most of the opportunities, you know. So I, I don't, I don't like, I'm not going into the game in, in, in any way if you're an Arsenal. Um, we're above them in the league for a start and we've got a game in hand. Tonight took us above them and uh, as I say, we have a game in hand. So 32 points, I think they're on 30. Um so it would be it would be nice if we could win that game and uh, consolidate that position in the top half, even if we got a draw. The one um, thing I didn't grab is it is it away home or away? Uh, it's away. It's away. Yeah, Arsenal have been definitely have been patchy, and uh, um, it's quite surprising. I would have thought that they would have got it together by now, and they sort of um, they stuttered and then they sort of pulled together and now they started stuttering again. Um, you can tell your dad I remember the 1970 FA Cup final well, so that might give me age away. Um, it's probably the first, it's the first cup final for Leeds that I can remember, although that they, they, they played in a couple of seasons, uh, in a, I think the cup final in 68, but I just can't quite remember that. But uh, I remember the the pain of Gary's break, letting the ball, uh, Houseman I think, equalised, and Gary's break, bless him, he had a pair of butterfingers. Um, which would come out every now and again. He let the ball through his uh, under him uh, for that equaliser in the original game. That was uh, um, the 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 actual two matches. I mean, it was like a war. Oh my god! You should get your dad on. Was, was, was there not something like? Was there not some, some ridiculous amount of yellow cards or something in, in the in well, the was, replay? I, I don't think there was yellow cards in those days uh, in 1970, but there was there was a number of bookings. No, I'll tell, I tell you what it was. It, it, it was it, yeah, I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. The guy, the guy, one of the guys on one of the referees, these celebrity referees that they have now, refereed it, and I think he said he would have given 17 or 18 red, yellow cards or something, and two or three reds or something. Yeah, that that that's and it's funny enough when you were saying that, I was thinking I, I, that's sparsome. and I think that he said that it could quite easily have ended up eight, you know, uh, eight aside. Oh. Um, but that was that was back in the days, and I mean, it, although it was exciting football, it wasn't attractive football at the best of times. And I remember that Leeds beat Southampton seven one. Um, Bremner, it would, it would have been the, the, the most of this sort of revy team that you can think of. Maybe a couple of them mightn't have been there, but um, 
would have been about 72 or 73. And uh, by the time they were six up, they were sort of uh, slipping the ball to each other and the crowd were cheering and et cetera. So there's no way there was as many passes as Leeds were doing tonight. You know, and the other the, the other difference is, I think, and again, just and of course the t you know the 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 pictures from those days may not have shown football at the exactly the correct pace, mm. but the pace that the game that 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 say this Leeds team is playing at is so much faster than the pace that the game was pay, played, you know, in those days and um. The pitches were mud baths. How the hell anybody ever managed to do anything on those pitches? Because they because re- from really from October to March, you were playing the mud bath, and I mean the ball would get held up in in, in the mud, a big old leather ball. It was, a, it was a completely different game in those days, you know, completely different game. Was I was actually watching some videos there the other day, and just like it, it was just some of the, the pictures they were like it was obviously it was ridiculous. Like, and I've been I've been reading um reading a wee book as well at the minute about Ravi Ravi's time at, at Leeds and and that. So yeah, it's it's interesting, but it's it will be it will be interesting to see how things go whenever the fans are back in. And um, as you say, you know, I think I think certainly at the start there will be there will be plenty of patience, but. I suppose if you're knocking the ball about and you know you're winning, you know the fan. I suppose the fans all maybe you know like it's sort of you see some of these Man Cities and all now, and it seems to be it's a wee bit kind of in vogue, you know, knock the ball about and draw the opposition out. But but I don't know. As long as, at the end of the day, as long as we keep you know keep winning, keep moving forward, I don't think there'll be there'll be too many complaints. But as you say, the fans can be. Um, I think uh, John was on last night, uh, JK, and he was he was talking about the the Elland Road um, fans like, and they can be they can be nasty at times if things aren't going the way, you know. And but uh, I suppose yeah. any fan, any fan base can be. Well, I've been at a I've been lucky enough to be at a few Premiership grounds, and the you know the, the the fans can be quite vocal. Leeds fans are definitely vocal pretty much all the time. Um, they can be very quiet if, they, if they're not playing well at all and they're a couple down, they can be very quiet. But I suppose that would happen anywhere. The one thing that, and, and, and the, one, the one difference between, say, uh, uh, you know, the, even though the, foot, the, the coverage with the number of different cameras that you have, the, uh, what I, I actually, I'm sure you probably watch, I don't know if you do watch a couple of the under 23 games. Um, oh. Now, I didn't, I didn't get to watch, I think there was one, was there one today or yesterday? Um, yesterday, yesterday, they were four nil up at half time, and I think they could maybe the foot off the gas a wee bit. But the fact that there's only one camera that sort of follows them around a bit about you sort of see a wee bit more of what's happening um, elsewhere on the pitch. And uh, the amount of work that those boys put in, you don't actually even really see it as as much when versus real life. Um, and uh, 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 I don't know if you, if, if uh, maybe I made this up, but I'm sure I heard somebody say that uh, all the all the team are given a, a target number of kilometers to run, and if they don't run it in the match, they have to go home and make up the balance in a treadmill. <laughs> now I don't know if that's an urban myth, but I'm fairly sure that that uh, might have been a commentator said that. I'm not 
not something on Facebook where you have to obviously maybe do a little bit of checking. <laughs> have you heard that? I haven't, but it wouldn't surprise me with Elsa. You know, it's um, I, I do know that there there was a stat there the other week, and it was um, certainly at that point in every game that Leeds had played this season, they had ran collectively as a team more kilometers than every other team they had played. Um, so I know that that was the every single game they've played, which I think is it. we was tonight twenty two. I think twenty two or twenty three we've played now. Um, so yeah, that was I know that was a stat definitely I've seen recently, but. Well, um, I think but overall, twenty-three 23 kilometers running at, at the sort of pace, the average pace you're going in a football match is is a lot of a lot of pace. I mean, it shows you how fit those boys are because half the lead scene from the seventies. I don't think I I would be surprised if it was much more than much more than half that. And I don't mean that they were lazy. It was just that was the way football was. You know, it 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 definitely just wasn't as as quick as that. Even the even if you look at the, uh, I don't know what age you are and whether you remember the 1991-92 winning uh, the old first division with, uh, with Wilco. Kind of just remember it. Yeah, it was just quite a different sort of pace. Um, the pace of the ball now is 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 pretty amazing. Um, but the, the 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 but the other thing that really amazes me about Leeds is how how good they are passing the ball to each other in really short spaces. I, I'm not sure that there's any. Maybe Man City might be pretty good at it, but I'm not. I can't really. And and actually, Tottenham are quite good at. It, but the the speed that those boys can pass the ball between each other in a triangle, um, you know, right on the edge of the line. And I I do sit and go. I am amazed by it. Amazed by it. Um. So it's it's great to see the style of football. Um. Yeah, so the, the, the Arsenal game could be pretty tasty. Um, we, uh, I remember, of course, that, you know, um, uh, my first recollection really of Arsenal was the 72 FA Cup final. And uh, I did get to meet uh, Alan Clark um, about eight or nine years ago and had a bit of a chat with him. And it was lovely. It was, uh, I know that when you get to my age, all you have is stories, really. But uh, I met him at Ellen Road and um, Norman Hunter was there, uh, bless him, God rest his soul, and Paul Reaney and Terry Yorath, and they were also calling him Sniffer. I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sometimes meet people I went to school with, and you're kind of scared to call them by their nickname, so it's good to see them boys in their, their 60s or 70s or whatever they were still, still calling yeah, them. Clark was taller than I would imagine he would have been. Yeah. So you know, you know that uh, you know. I think the footballers are taller than that than they are. Actually, one of the, that's that's a really interesting point. Um, the one thing that leads lack a wee bit of is big fellas. You know, the, the oh, wow. uh, you saw that again, definitely against Palace. I remember when when Palace rolled us over. I thought, geez, these but these these lads are you know all look about two or three inches taller and a stone heavier. Um, and I don't mean overweight. I mean just you know, uh, bigger lads. And who did I mention? Who did I notice that with as well? Um, that turned us. West Ham looked like quite a big physical team as well. Everton definitely have got um, uh, bruisers. Although it was interesting to see Duncan Ferguson on the side of the pitch. He just looked like a man mountain, didn't he? Hey, so crack, big Duncan. I think I, I think whenever you say about the the, the size and some of the teams, it's one thing I actually noticed that, that really at the start of the season, where like 
everybody we were playing in comparison to playing against championship teams last season. Like, yes, they're all very good footballers, but they're all phenomenal athletes as well. You know, they're all really big, fit, strong. Like, even, like, like you see, like, Jordan Ayew there tonight. There was one stage where, like, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but there was two Leeds players at him, and, like, they just bounced off him. You know, it's all they're so, yeah. so strong in that league, you know, and it's something that, obviously, they'll have to, they'll have to work their way up to. Yeah, that would be a wee bit of a concern that I'd, that I'd have with the likes of Shaxx and uh, Poveda, that those two boys are quite skillful, but they're not the they're not the biggest lads in the world. And mm. um, although Shackleton, I think, has at least another one that maybe has quite improved. Um, um, uh, but but the two of those lads' stature isn't massive, and when they come on and replace anybody on our team, it's not like. It's not like our average weight goes up or our average height goes up. In fact, it's a wee bit of a reverse. And when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, then the the defending corners, obviously, is one thing. And then the other is, you know, trying to score from corners. Interesting, I think Strike had three good chances tonight. I think he needs to be on the training training ground tomorrow, been shown how to head the ball towards uh, towards the goal instead of away from it. Yeah. It's not. It's not very often you come out of a game and think your centre backs would have had a hat trick like, but yeah. on another night you could have done. But could, um, definitely could have. I think um, I don't know about you, but um, I see. I will. I see you're wearing a New York Jets top. So are you <laughs> yeah. an American football fan, or is that? A... Uh, well, it's a, it's it's a it's actually I'm a fan of the the top more than anything else. Although uh, I did sit up and watch Super Bowl last night. I, Super Bowl to me is a bit like the Grand National. Um, I'll I'll sit up and watch it. Uh, it takes me to the third quarter to remember what it is they're doing, and I just try and remember. It's a wee bit more. It's more like rugby league throwing the ball forward than it is rugby union. And I'd be more a bit more a, a, a of a union guy than a rugby league guy. But uh, uh, um, it was a fantastic game last night. Did you watch it yourself? Yeah, I did. I was up. I was up there. I think it was was it was about half three, four o'clock before I got the bed. So. Well, I, so, I, only, I, 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 I stayed to watch and see, you know, the third quarter just to see if there was any comeback happening. But yeah. it wasn't. But it was awesome. What age is that fella? Forty-one? Is he forty-three? Forty-three. I mean, there's hope for us yet. There's hope for us yet. If somebody at that age can be. Seven, he's he's won he's won more Super Bowls himself than any team have won. Any team, yeah. yeah. But they they've a, they've a funny way of doing things, don't they? They they sort of there's a lot more fluidity amongst the teams in terms of the way they pick players. I, the contracts uh, are long, or I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't want to it's all um. Well, I suppose it's like you've got obviously the draft and all different sorts of like it's obviously it's very different, like but um. But no, it was a, it was a, it was an enjoyable enough game. I was a wee bit disappointed we, that it wasn't a tighter match. But um, I, uh, I've got my, uh, I was sort of sitting watching this match tonight and thinking I'm going to go on and do this interview and I'm going to be tired and if Leeds get beat, I'm going to be in a bad form. But but we got the we got the the win, so at least we can we're happy about that anyway. Well, I I. Uh, and as I say, the only thing that comes with age is you've got more stories. I've been I've been in that stadium in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Was, the Ray, Raymond James, isn't it, stadium? Yeah, I, was, I think it might have been called the Tampa Bay Stadium when I was there. I think it might have changed name. But I, again, I might be wrong with that. But it's the it's the football field in Tampa. Um, and uh, I was there in 1989. You're probably still 
I don't know if you were born. Were you born? Before? 1984, I was born, yeah. Right, well, you would have been still in early early infancy. And I was at a Rolling Stones concert in 1989. <laughs> <laughs> in that stadium with a mate of mine who is uh, uh, a Belfast lad who, who lives out there. Actually, he's, uh, I was speaking with today. He works in uh, sound production and movies, and he was... I was working here and it was four o'clock in the afternoon. He was going off to work and he, the, 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 the film productions have restarted, um, although with sort of loads of social distancing. And he was, who was we working with today, but Brad Pitt. So my daughter was quite keen to hear all about that. And I'm sitting thinking, I'm stuck working from home in my bedroom. I think something, something went wrong in my life. I'm not quite sure where it was. It might have been, I took the wrong exit out of that uh, uh out of that concert because it was with him uh, at that concert. So anyway, he's where he's with Brad Pitt and you're spending the evening with me. So I <laughs> well, you're far better <laughs> looking than Brad Pitt. Although these glasses uh, are brilliant to be on the screen. Uh, so, so my so my mommy says I know, but uh, <laughs> and then, well, I but though no, I see from your bio that you've got quite a few teams and uh, some of them are playing better than others. Uh, yeah, well, I've. I've I sort of from 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 I was a, from I was a wee lad. My um, my dad obviously was a, was a Leeds fan, and then my, my uncles were were Celtic. Um, so it was always like they were giving me Celtic tops and Celtic posters, and and then my dad was like, you know, if you don't say you support Leeds, you're you know all this here nonsense. And then sort of as as I as a as I got older, then I, I, I picked up a, a bit of a a bit of a like for Barcelona as well. So, but um. So sometimes I say Barcelona is the only one I choose myself. You know, I kind of had, I kind of had the other two put put into me. But um, ironically, the reason I like Barcelona was because of uh, the the man you were talking about earlier, the the original Ronaldo was. Uh, ah, right, right, right. This it was the season he was there, and uh, I think I, I maybe had a, a top or something, and it just kind of just kind of stuck from then. But but yeah, so I, I don't know if it'd be right, but I think. I think that when Leeds, when I saw that game with Ronaldo and they were playing PSV in the UEFA uh, Cup as it was in those days, I think the score might have ended up being something like 5-2 or 5-3. And Ronaldo definitely scored one, if not two. I tell you what, he, you've, this, it, he, he was as light as a feather and still strong. He might have been 17 or 18. He went through our defence a couple of times like a hot knife through butter at a speed... And I mean, literally at a blur and the ball was in the net and you go, you know, you're sort of, the, the first, your first live match, you sort of look up thinking you're going to see an action replay or there wasn't any in those days. He was absolutely amazing to, to, to watch. And I still can, to this day, remember just seeing him like a flash going around the place. He's uh, put on a wee bit of weight since then. Oh, yeah, it certainly has. I think um, from what like from, from watching over his career, whenever he had like the PSV years and the Barcelona years, like kind of before he got the knee injuries at Inter Milan, like I think you could definitely put him up with with Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo of, of the the modern era, no and uh, like um, obviously like even after he got his injuries, he was still probably if not the best striker in the world, you know, top two or three. But before before the knees went, man, he was. He was something else like, but um, but anyway, um, as I say, we had a we had a late night last night for the Super Bowl. Um, we had a late night tonight for uh, for for Watson Leeds. Um, so Brian, will, will you join me again at some point? 
I definitely will. I've enjoyed tonight. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. Uh, it, it made me watch the football in a slightly different way. It was, uh, I, I think that's the first game that I've ever taken a few notes to make sure I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> so it felt a wee bit under pressure, but it was very enjoyable. Yes, I'd be happy to join you again uh, if you want to have me back. So. Yeah, brilliant. You, you, we've got the we, um, we've got the group. So, as I say, I'll be, um, I'll be catching, uh, I'll be catching up. And one thing I'm actually, I'm interested in doing is some of the ones that have been coming on and some of the guests is kind of getting like the wee sort of like background stories and stuff. And like, why, why did you, why do you support Leeds? What's your favourite memories of supporting Leeds? So we'll not do that for now, but we'll maybe get you on to, to do some of that as well at some point. I know there's a few of them that would, I would like to, to hear how it happened, especially yeah, well, be, especially I, I, us guys where we're like. We're not from Leeds, you know. It's like yeah, it's easy yeah. for you know, like how did how did it happen? So yeah, it's definitely something I've, I've got. A, I've got a few cracking stories uh, about meeting a few players and a few things that have happened uh, at, at Ellen Road, uh, um, and I'd uh, be happy to share those at some stage. We'll maybe we'll maybe keep those for another night, as you say. But sure, give me a shout. Be happy to join you. And uh, thanks for inviting me on, Joe. It's been uh, an interesting evening and. Or 20 minutes became an hour, but that's largely because of me just talking out my head. Uh, <laughs> thanks very much. Let me tell you, if Leeds had lost, that would have been 10 minutes. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but no, thanks for thanks for right. coming on. And as I say, we will get you we will get you back on, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be back. I'm, I'm sure. I think I'll have another couple of episodes over the next few days um, with the Arsenal game on that. So I'll put in the wee message and see what everyone's availability is like in that. So. Thanks Great to job. Brian. Um, thanks to anybody watching, and uh, most of all, thanks to Leeds for actually for winning tonight. You know, at least I didn't have to to have a, a sore one like last Wednesday night whenever I had to sit and and stop myself from crying because we got beat by But uh, thanks very much, Brian, and we'll uh, we'll catch up again soon. So thanks everybody for watching.